Now you're listening to Lights, Camera, Whatever by Ray. Now we are jumping into the season one, episode two. The title is called The Night in Question. Let me reiterate The Night in Question. Let me read the description. Okay, this is a crazy description. Two wounded souls, a single mother, a delivery worker from Hong Kong. I love Hong Kong food. Cross paths at a massage parlor. I know what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're probably looking like what kind of what's going on during a fateful night of misadventures. This episode was was very unique. Like I'm tell you, I'm not critiquing, but I do have to give my personal perspective. This is a very unique. At first, when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of this is kind of creepy. This is kind of weird." But after I got to the end, it was it was it was quite interesting. So we're going to talk about four points today. It's called eyes closed wide. You're probably thinking like I typed that wrong. I typed it right. I know it's eyes wide shut, but you gotta you know trust Ray. Um, it says fear the future or fear your future, right? Fate is what you make it, distant proximity. Now, the first one, right, this is interesting. It's called Eyes Closed Wide. Now, why I titled this one Eyes Closed Wide? In the show, in life, we sometimes, sometimes we got to close our eyes to what we see. Sometimes there's situations that we encounter and we feel like, okay, I really like this person. Maybe I, you know, I got to just like not see what I'm seeing because I really like this person. So sometimes we're kind of forcing ourselves into certain relationships because we think like, okay, I like this person. This person has potential. So maybe the little, you know, discrepancies that we have in our traditional, you know, realm of acceptance, right? We always, okay, she's got to change. We got to have, we have a checklist. Okay, she's long hair. Like, okay, she goes to the gym. Okay, she likes, you know, she likes Pokemon. You know, we all have like this checklist that we have about who we want as our partner or man or woman, right? Um, but eyes closed wide. So you got them closed, but they're wide open, right? Because we have to see. Because sometimes if we're closing our eyes, right, we're actually, you know, in a way, not accepting what we like. And let me ask you for people out there watching this lights, camera, whatever, because this is the whatever part, right? Is that healthy? closing your eyes because you need to accept you know what most people won't want you to accept or because you like it personally from yourself that's a very valid question right so you are your eyes closed wide when you're seeking that partner because in the show it's like these are totally two different people two different worlds right but in the end you know gradually like i said we're not we don't do details on here we just jump into the extraction point so that we can jump into our lives and find and make ourselves better right for the betterment of the human being well-being now eyes closed wide so in the show right you got this like i said you got this delivery guy right from hong kong like this is from the description so i'm not spoiling you got a massage parlor like i said i, I know your eyes probably raised on that be nice and these are totally two different worlds and when you see the show, the guy has a little bit of like hesitation in his voice. And, you know, it's just a little bit strange when you watch it. But then you realize that sometimes the ugly things are beautiful. The unique things are what brings the attraction. Right. And don't you notice sometimes the weird things are what is more pure. Right. 
the weird things and strange things, that's where the purity lies. But when, you know, sometimes we say, I see right through you. I see you very clear. But isn't it interesting that mysteriousness attracts you? Or is it better that sometimes, personal opinion, is it better sometimes that your partner doesn't know everything? And maybe there's some mystery about you as you gradually, or should you have like a, you know, like a video game, right? Like the more you go into the video game, the more you know. Should you do that in your relationship, right? Like should you have like levels? Should you have layers like an onion? Um, so this is a question. So is your eyes closed wide, right? Because, yeah, sometimes you have to close them because you're saying, wait, weird, different, but I like you. You're different. Well, let me close my eyes and just keep walking. And how about you just hold my arm and we just keep going and see where we go. Just don't throw me into the street because won't be nothing left, right? So eyes closed wide. Another point in the show, right? I think one of the, the, the main actresses, I'm sorry, I don't remember her name. I said she talked about the future, right? So I just kind of extracted this point. It called fear the future or fear your future. Think about this. Are you scared of the future or are you scared of your future? These are two different aspects. These are two different conversations. If you in general are scared of the future, I have to pray for you. I have to pray for you because we don't really know what we will become until it becomes. We don't know what will happen until it actually happens. But you have to ask yourself, are you fearing the future itself in general or are you actually fearing your own future? Now, if you're fearing your own future, and if you know that there's certain things and skills that you need to learn to be a better person, don't lie to yourself. I know you're probably talking to yourself right now like, yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of things that we have to learn that we need to learn. Then let's, let's go back to this question. What do you need versus what you want? Yeah, I know. I'm asking myself the same thing as I'm actually saying it, right? I'm like, yeah, well, I need to be talking to myself, right? So you got what you need versus what you want. Now, remember, this is fear the future itself in general, the principle of future, the general concept of future, or fear your future. Yes, we weren't asked to be here. Nobody was asked to be born. Nobody was asked to, you know, be in somebody's stomach, rolling around, taking food. You probably didn't like that fried chicken when you were a baby. I know you probably wanted some watermelon. You probably wanted some apple juice and mom just kept eating that fried chicken or eating that pizza. You, you, we, we didn't have a choice. Right. And we didn't have a choice to come out at the time that we came out. But that is where we are now. The same question. Your future is coming regardless. Right. What are you going to do? Are you going to fear the actual existence of what you might be? Or are you going to fear the actual existence of what this earth might be? These are two different questions. These are two different conversations. Because if you're fearing the future in general, that's, that's, you know, it's okay, right? But if you're fearing your future, of course, we don't know what's coming. But if you're fearing the future, actually, I'm very excited about the future. I want to know what's going to be. I want to know what technology, I mean, come on. Guys, when we were in high school, we had virgin mobile phones. But, Right. It was basically you could beat somebody to, you know, knock them in. It was so thick and heavy. You could throw, you could play baseball with it. Right. Now we basically got, we can do our, you know, we could, you can do investments. We can search houses. We can contact our friends. We can record everything. We could do everything with the phones right now. I'm so jealous of teenagers right now. And by the way, 
because I've been in I've been in Taiwan since 2009. I don't know how it is in the states, but I'm we well, they call it the MRT here, the metro, right? Yeah, I'm so jealous right now. These teenagers, when I see these teenagers, um, you know, looking at stocks. <laughs> I saw this teenager. He had to be like 12 years old. I'm looking at Apple stocks. I'm looking at Nvidia. He's looking at the same thing. I'm like, man, we in two different. We looking at the same thing. This is crazy. Like, what were you doing at 13? Right. Who were you chasing at 13? Right. Exactly. Or who were you running from? Were you either chasing someone or running from someone? That's the world. Um, but at that aspect, I mean, if I knew that phones would be like this when I was 13, I would be excited. Right. And let me tell you, my family, my dad was the first person with a smartphone. And when you know, when you get the smartphone, you're just like, oh, wait, if it's an emergency, let me touch the button. And by the way, it was a Taiwanese brand, HTC. And everybody in my family around us was like, what is that? My dad is way ahead of the game. So he had the first smartphone and that was the introduction into the future. But whatever, scrap it. Aren't you excited about the future in general? I mean, like you don't know how successful you will be if you don't make it right. So don't just fear the future and please don't fear your future. Why? Right now, the next point I want to talk about is very interesting, right? It's called fate is what you make it. Now, this guy. Okay, now, I know some people in the state, especially Atlanta, they know exactly what I'm talking about. One of my favorite artists is Andre 3000, and he's a very, very a wonderful, amazing lyricist. I don't call him a rapper. I say this is respect. When you call someone a lyricist, that's respect because rapper has just been played out. Andre said in a track on the verse, he said, faith is what you make it. But I, you know, we can we can make some changes, right? So this is called this is my shell, right? This is the lights, camera, whatever. Okay, so it's called fate. So for for the for the Taiwanese, for the non-English speakers, we're gonna we've got faith, th, and then I just changed it my way to fate is what you make it, because think think about fate, right? Because okay, well let's talk about destiny versus fate, because I always ask this to my to my to my to my students. I say, what's the difference between destiny and fate? And I explained to them, well, destiny is kind of guided, right? It's like a, it's like you pushing it in a certain direction based on your interest. But when you're talking about fate, it's going to happen regardless. It's a little bit connected to my second point, fear the future, fear your future. But it's a little bit different because fate is what you make it. Now, whatever fate comes to you, if you're able to see it, or you're able to to you know actually witness it because sometimes fate and that's it lights out right but in actuality right when you're talking about fate is what you make it how do you what do you how do you perceive that fate right how do you perceive it because it's going to be what it is so sometimes you have to just go with the ebbs and flows of life it's going to go up it's going to go down ebbs and flows means the ups and downs of life my mom always tells me there's waves. You got to catch the high wave, catch the low wave. But either way, you got to catch it regardless. So fate is what you make it. So if you're going in a certain direction and you haven't done what you need to get to the, you know, what you perceive to be a dream, you know what's coming because that's procrastination. You knew what had to be done, but you didn't do anything. And so now fate is coming. Fate has been is been determined, right? Because you knew what you needed to do, right? You 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 knew you had to study. So you can't be, you know, let me tell you guys, you can't be angry at the world. You gotta first be angry at yourself. 
there's a lot of poor people out there that are super rich right now. And I believe that everybody has chances. Everybody has, the, you know, you know, Bill Gates said, like, it's not about if you're born poor. It's like if you die poor. It's a, two different things. Right. But it's funny that Bill Gates said that because he's far from our world. Um, but fate is what you make. It is like you have to put yourself in a situation that puts you in the right direction. Now, why is this connected to the show? Because you make your life choices. So the delivery guy, he made his choices, right? The massage parlor, the lady who he he hooked up with in the show, these are two different lifestyles they hooked up. They are in two different worlds. They decided to be, you know, I, I can't spoil it, but they decided to go in the direction. Almost, oh, almost, almost did it. But they decided to go in the direction that they went. I hope I, hope I pass. Okay, still watch this. You can still check it out. Um, but the fate, and when I say fate is what you make it, is that, Let's just, okay, let's not talk about the show, but let's say two different souls, right? They got together, didn't really know each other. They blended, they connected, and they were like, wait, you know what? You're not bad. Or you know what? I don't like you. Like I said, I'm not spoiling the show. Um, but they knew that they were different, and they respected that. But because they made those choices, they kind of mutually accepted that, right? So they, they determined what they thought their fate would be. So fate is what you make it, not just kind of going about life and doing whatever. So that's fate. Now, the last point is called distant proximity. Now, yeah, you're probably like, wait, 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 this, this is a, this is a contradictive statement. You're distant, but you're close. Right. You're distant, but you're close. How can you be in a relationship with someone and be close with them and be next to them all the time? But you're far apart. That literally just doesn't make any sense. But that's what's happening today. There are so many people who are close to each other, next to each other, but so far apart. Now, what kind of creates this type of situation? I say it's the big C word, C word. I'm talking about love, C word. You probably know it. it has a lot of letters. You probably heard about it. Communication. Communication is a dream killer. Communication can literally destroy a country, an organization, a Fortune 500 organization. You've seen it happen. It can destroy a relationship and it can destroy you just because you're not communicating how you feel as a person. So distant proximity, distant, far proximity means close. So you could be close. I mean, skin tight to someone and still not know them. That hurts. I mean, you eat with this person you probably go to hot springs with this person. You probably take walks with this person and you don't know them. What are you doing? The clock is ticking regardless. So let me go back and recap. You got the eyes closed wide, right? Sometimes you got to turn. If you feel as happy, you feel as great. You know, shut out the noise. Do what you got to do. But you know in your heart, in your gut, your instincts instinctively is telling you, hey, try it out. Fear the future, fear your future. This is very dangerous, right? You got to, you, you can't run away from this. It's a little bit connected to number two. Fate is what, the number three, fate is what you make it. So you got fear the future or fear your future. And then you got fate is what you make it. Right, we just talked about that. And then lastly, just a little bit more, you got distant proximity. If you are with someone in a relationship and you are together, be together. Be with them. Put that phone down. Put the phone down, give them time, give them energy, give them the universe, right? How can you be 
in the same room, but two different universes. I mean, I okay. I'm a I'm a business English consultant. I go to cafes and teach, and I just see the young girl because it's, it's, it's usually the guy. I have to be honest. It's usually the guy. I got to be honest. The girl is looking at him fully into them, ready to enjoy the Saturday Sunday. The guy is into that game. His thumbs are in overdrive. The thumbs are in. I mean, I mean he probably Superman would never do a, a arm wrestling with him. They are. You, you got to see it. I'm just looking like man, because I'm teaching. I'm doing my thing. And I'm just looking over, like looking at the girl, looking at his screen, and he looks up, and he goes back to it. You know, he's like, <laughs> it's like, well, you didn't get the message, right? But it really sucks to be close to someone, and so maybe they're not meant for each other. But maybe for societal purposes, they're great, family connections. But that always dies; it always fades. So that is season one, episode two, the night in question. And remember the show is called At The Moment. Now I'm not gonna introduce anything to you that doesn't have English subtitles. So go check it out. And that is where we're gonna wrap it up for the lights, camera, and whatever. See you guys soon.